Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. There's a contemplation in my heart from the word, and uh, it's been on. I've preached it before, I've taught it before to myself. But God just kind of reminded me again today a good place to start will be in Genesis. As far as we can go, then we'll stop in Jesus' name. As far as we can go. Glory be to God in the highest. We give God all the glory. Genesis. I like Jesus. There are no coincidences with God. Believe me, there are no coincidences. Where you hit it high and hard and you're like, wow! And where it looks like, oh my goodness. The world. You don't even want to show your face anywhere anymore. There are no mistakes with God. We can make mistakes designing him. He never makes mistakes. He's the perfect God. I mean perfect God. Look at Genesis. I think 26. I'll read about three verses. I won't dwell on it much. I'll just go. Genesis 26. Then the Lord appeared to him, that is to Isaac, and said, Do not go down to Egypt, live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. That's why I'm reading this part. Uh-huh. For to you and your descendants, hallelujah. I give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. I can continue on that line but let me leave it. The reason I've read this is so that you may, we may be reminded of the fact that these are covenant issues. God had spoken and let every creature continue to say amen forever. You know the story here, but that's, I don't want this to take all of my time. But let me read one more verse from this um, chapter, then I'll leave it. Then Isaac sold, that's verse 12, then Isaac sold in that land and lived in the same year a hundredfold. Is somebody hearing me? And the Lord blessed. He said, I will bless you. And the Lord blessed him. Glory be to God in the highest. Then the man began. Somebody said, began. Somebody's about to begin this morning. In the name of Jesus, somebody's about to begin this morning in the name of Jesus. And when God is involved, God never stops. God can never be stalled. There's no stagnation with God. Once God starts, he never stops. Then the man began to prosper. And continued prospering. 
until he became very prosperous. Hallelujah. Then Isaac sold in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man began to prosper and continued to prosper until he became very prosperous. I'm talking to somebody here today. You probably think that something is wrong with your prosperity. Something is wrong with your supply. Something is wrong. Listen, if you're a covenant child of God, your supplies cannot be stopped. I say if you are a covenant child of God, your supplies are unstoppable. They're unstoppable. Even when it looks like when the brook was drying up, he, he told him, he said, Look, get into the city. When there was no food, he said, Go to the brook. But there is drought everywhere. When I say go to the brook, I'll make I'll keep it running. He said, Yeah, I am God, I'm the creator. So if I told you to go to the brook, why would the brook dry? And when the time was up for the brook, he said, now you move into the city. What in the city? A widow. A dying widow as far as supplies were concerned. The widow that was looking at her, that was already contemplating her death and her child's death. He said, a woman, I prepared a woman for you. When God prepares you for service, it's because he wants to promote you. That's why I say, serve the Lord with gladness of heart. You are not a fool serving. Because wherever God is sending you, people will have to serve there too under you. Serve the Lord with gladness. Now, with this in mind, turn to John chapter 15. See, everything in the Old Testament is just a pointer to the real thing. The things in the Old Testament are just the pattern and the methodologies of God. How be it made so simple so that we will really understand it. Then as we got into the New Testament, that's the matured stage. Things began to happen. The New Testament is the consummation of the eternal purpose of God on earth. The result and the product and result thereby is what we find the epistles and which, of course, define the lives that we are living right now. Is somebody hearing me clearly? But you see, everything taught in a very rudimentary way in the Old Testament is the same principle. But in the New Testament, you see the reality. It's like you begin to teach an engineer, a space engineer, you begin to teach that person in the primary school. What are you teaching the person? You say one plus one is two. But you are dealing with a space engineer. He said, you know, when you multiply two twice, it's four. And he's looking at you, he's trying to follow. You get to a stage, you begin to tell the boy that you see, just like double two is four, the same way, double two, if it's 24, you say, hmm. But you are dealing with a space engineer. Now he's beginning to leave primary school, he's beginning to introduce some quadratic equations, and he's beginning to say, okay. If 5n plus 2p will give you this, uh, and when I met Jane, he gave me an n, and that n was 10, so what's p? But you see, you're dealing with an aeronautical engineer, a space engineer, a rocket scientist. So are you now going to say that what you're doing here is useless? If you don't get that right, you'll never get it in the university. 
And your first degree is not enough, by the way. You have to specialize. So it's the same principle. So if I apply this principle in the Old Testament, can I apply? It's the same principle. We deal with God and people and his covenant in the Old Testament. We deal with God and people and his covenant in the New Testament. He is the same God, the same covenant of God. How be it what made the covenant different was that he was giving us a bird, a ram, a goat, and you know. So we're seeing the types, as it were, of the real sacrifice. But in the New Testament, Jesus Christ appeared. The Lamb of God that came to take away the sin of the whole world. Now, it was easy to understand that because he's been teaching us. And all the squatting of the rams and all the swatting of 1,000 rams, a million rams cannot equal one Jesus. A billion human beings cannot equal one Jesus. In fact, the whole of humanity slaughtered cannot equal one Jesus. So, we enter the consummation. Can you see where I'm going these days? Look at the look at the methodology. Look at the principle in the Old Testament. It says, "Hey, we, like, have you forgotten you are? I know that you get afraid when there's trouble. I know that everybody shivers when there's trouble. I mean, your first impulse is fear. Your first impulse is, like, oh, am I going to lose it? Am I going to fail? Am I going to die? I know that. I understand that you are human, but don't forget that in your fear, remember that you are in covenant with me." Said God. When you remember, you come down. And that was exactly what happened to Isaac. Running Helter Skelter, he said, Look, listen to me. Remain in the land. Warning. You saw a little famine. You are running. So famine making only affects the God of creation, the covenant keeping God. So I said, what's giving so much boldness? Because I realized that, look, see, human beings are your blessings. They're not God. When you place too much on them, they will fail you. And I'll be glad when they fail you. Otherwise, you'll be running into trouble. Have they failed you, Pastor? Oh, several times. Have you failed people? Oh, well, ask them, they will tell you. That I've failed them a thousand times. What I'm just saying is this. The principles of God are the principles of God. Even when we are laughing. And when we are sad. It will work any day. Some say no. Well, you begin to teach from the Old Testament. When you see people teaching, they do that. They come. Well, just look at them. If you teach in the Old Testament and you cannot bring it out in the New Testament and, apply, and show the application in the epistles, for 40 years. No, for 40 years. So in John chapter 15, watch this. That's covenant. So Isaac, because of covenant, run letters later, God says, stay there. And when he stayed there, ha, he told him, everything, every promise of the covenant will come true for you. But if you are watching some other indices to determine your thoughts, your words, your action, stay there. 
Then they sold in the land. And God lived up to his word. And God didn't just stop there because when he was telling him to stay there, he said, I said, I will bless you. He's just coming. What if he had refused? He probably would have gone to Egypt to have made some money. It would have been a little more popular for the while. They will never hear of him again. He won't die. He'll be okay. We'll get him by. But it's the same thing in John chapter 15. I am the vine, the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it will bear more fruit. So you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. Glory be to God in the highest. As the branch cannot bear fruit for itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Your heritage is to bear fruit. Whether it's famine or no famine, hmm, you will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. No matter the condition, you will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, even in our old age, we will bear fruit. Ah. the secret. Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, he he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Now, look at verse 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast off. As a branch and is withered, and they gathered them and threw them into the fire, and they are born. A lot of people get confused here, but there's no confusion about it. It's very clear. Let me just show you one simple thing I saw here. I am, that's personal, right? Every branch in me, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. You are already clean. Abide in me. So it's like you abide in me, all right? And I in you, that's the difference right there. I am the vine. You are. You are the branches. And you see, anyone who abides in me, who is he talking to? The one who says, You abide in me and I in you. <laughs> and he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, some, no, 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 you can do nothing. So he's addressing, first he started talking of himself, then vis-a-vis you, vis-a-vis me. And that's what, now look at verse 6. If anyone, it's not talking, it's not addressing you anymore. It's addressing the one that is not in him. Some versions, biblically translate, it takes away to mean he cuts away. No, he doesn't cut away. But get it straight, as long as you are in Christ, you are qualified, you are equipped to bear fruit. I'm saying your fruit bearing is automatic. The word sanctions automatic in the kingdom is faith. Because to qualify to be the you he is addressing here, the Bible says it's by grace through faith. If it's by grace through faith for you to become in him, don't you think it's by grace through faith that you bear all the fruits? I see somebody celebrating before the end of this year. 
And your celebration is not main one. You'll be celebrating with some assaulting. Ah. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Somebody say, I'm a covenant child of God. Say it like a minute. Say it again like a minute. Say it like a minute. I'm sure where you were trying to say it, the devil was trying to remind you that uh, you, you that failed yesterday, you, you that lost everything last month, you, you that did this, look, that's the devil, the devil is scared of you, I can feel the fire. Say, I am a covenant child of God. He talks to his own. He went after Isaac, said, hey, I see you running helter skelter. You escape from there. You run together. You are planning to run to Egypt. Stay in the land I will show you. And he's still talking to his own. It's a covenant matter. And that's what we find here. You are a covenant child of God. He said, You are in me. I'm in you. Jesus said this. Jesus said this. Paul made it clear. When Paul began to talk of covenant, you know what he said? Paul says, when it comes to covenant, you and him is a life union. Paul picked it from there and expounded in the epistles. If any man be in, hallelujah. For in him I live, I move, I have my. It's in him. The same principle that was, has been demonstrating from the Old Testament, how it was saying is a covenant thing, it's a covenant thing. Covenant is binding. I won't renege on my promises. He's binding. Come on, come on, come on. The same thing we found here. He now he's saying, it's not just that I won't go back on what I've said. This is a union of life. If you move, we are in together. So be conscious of that to know where you go to. Somebody's saying, what if I carry him to a bad place? No, you are carrying yourself, not him. Because everything that happens in the kingdom is by faith. That means that I am conscious of it. I so believe it that I'm telling myself and I'm moving according to the very thoughts of my mind. That's how I get results. That's how I get results. By stripes I am healed. Because I'm completing him. With the help of I am completing him. I'm completing him. I can't say, oh yeah, I'm completing him. So my faith is released based on that. Yeah. The same principle that got you born again will give you anything and everything that Jesus has wrought for you through his death and resurrection. Anything and everything. Everything. So what does he mean then when he said that? You are already clean. Verse 4. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of his own. Verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, that's in me, in me. Not the one that does not abide. 6 is the one that does not abide. 2. The one in me that's not bearing fruit. Say, I would, say it takes away. Can I read it to you here? Let me read the same thing for you in the modern translation. John chapter 15. Yeah, from verse 1. Please sit down, relax. Don't be distracted. I only read seven verses. I probably won't explain much. I will close. But I'm certain. I want to read this from Parsons' translation. I am a true sprouting vine. Jesus speaking. And the farmer who tends this vine is my father. 
personal. He cares for the branches connected to me. By lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. That's take away, not cutting away. That's take away. You find the margin of the Bible, the spiritual Bible of Jacob. He said, it's a term among vine dressers. You take away, you take up. And it's a Hebrew term. What do you do? You take it up and you clean it. And that's why the next verse says, you are already clean. Don't you think you're already clean? It does not rhyme with what we're saying. But they know what they're saying. The one that's not bearing fruit is picked up off the ground. He's cleaned as it were. So all the sand and the bogs and the mildew, and they were cleaned off. So you can now produce there's a branch in him. I speak to everybody else in your life. I say, produce in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. The rest of this year will be phenomenal. Next year will be wonderful. In the name of Jesus. He cares for the branches connected to me by lifting and propping up the fruitless branches. I'm pruning every fruit. Then the one I say he prunes. I'm pruning every fruit branch to yield a greater one. So the one that is not yielding, it, it takes up, it cleans so it can yield. The one that's yielding, it prunes it to keep, produce more. You bear fruit in Jesus' name. I said, so that you, every fruit branch to yield a greater harvest. This is the word I have spoken over you, I have already cleansed you, you see. Can you now see the cleaning vis-a-vis? Okay, if you say it one, it takes away, it cuts away. Is it going to clean the one that has cut away? So you must remain, look at this, in life union. Can you see the covenant thing there? That's the covenant thing. It's a life union. Why won't you produce? Why won't you be productive? Why won't you be fruitful in life? You think God's life is barren? No. Again, I say I address every barrenness in your life. Whether it's in your relationships or in your marriage, whether it's in your health or your finances, whether it's in the lives of your children or your ministry, or your endeavors, I say, turn around in the name of Jesus. He says, stay in the land and I will bless you. <laughs> and it, it, it just, Hallelujah. So you must remain in life union with me. For I remain in life union with you. Can I see what we have? For as a branch for as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you leave your life intimately joined to mine. The covenant we have is a fused life. I am the sprouting vine and you are my branches, verse 5. As you live in union. Can you see the repetition? So can you see Jesus was teaching what Paul used the whole life to teach us? Jesus taught it like that. And we read it separately. We never got it. Paul didn't teach anything new. He got all these revelations from the Lord Jesus himself. He said it. Go read Galatians chapter 1. You'll find it there. 
So I'm children five. As you live in union with me, as your source, that is, fruitfulness will stream forth. My labo. Is somebody reading what I'm reading? Let me read it again. Verse five. I'm the sprouting vine, and you are my branches. As you live in union with me, as your source, let couple your sources. This covenant says that he's my source. He's my source of life, my source of joy, he's my source of health, he's my source of favor, he's my source of wisdom. You know what Paul wrote, I think, in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, in verse 30? He said, Jesus has been made to tie with the wisdom of God, the sanctification, the righteousness of God. I'm everything that God wants me to be in Christ. Everything. That's why I say I can do all things through Christ. Don't underestimate me. Through Christ, I can do anything. You can do anything through Christ. Okay. So it says, as you live in union with me as your source, fruitfulness will stream from within you. Did you hear that? But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. That's for those who are in him, so how can we be separated from him? I was talking to Jews at the time. Nobody was born again yet, so that's what I was saying. But look at verse 6 here too. Verse 6. If a person, can I say again? Is you, me, you, me, verse 6, if a person. You are not that person. You are in him. I am in him. If a person is separated from me, he is discarded. Wow. You cannot but be fruitful. You are a covenant child of God. Say, I'm a covenant child of God. I bear fruit. It's my father's pleasure that I bear fruit. I cannot be stopped. Come on. I'm not putting you happy. This is the truth. This is the truth. It's a covenant matter. Of course, the truth will make anybody happy. Somebody rise and say, Praise the Lord. Okay. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Take all the glory. Thank you because while we were yet enemies, you decided to lavish your love on enemies only to make us sons. Now our sons, our fruitfulness is unstoppable. Our lives will never stop glorifying you. Father, we want to say thank you this morning. Even for revealing it to us and reminding us again. We say take all the glory in the name of Jesus. Let me advise somebody. If you think you've been successful this year, watch what's going to happen with you now and the end of the year. In the name of Jesus. Because you know, and it's knowledge that informs expectations. And living by expectation is the way we are expected to live in Christianity. The just shall live by faith. What is faith? Always anticipating a manifestation of what has already been done that is yet to be made real. We live by expectations. Your 2021, in the name of Jesus, is started. Open your mouth. Say, in the name of Jesus, because of the blood of the everlasting covenant, my 2021 is certain in Jesus' name. Through the blood of Jesus.
through the blood of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, my 2021 is certain and my year for usual recovery in Jesus' name. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shomolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.